because he loves you. It's not unusual for God to move supernaturally. It's just who he is. It's what he does. He saves and he delivers and he heals and he sets free. And everywhere he went, he went about doing good. It's not unusual. It's an extraordinary now. The full definition is an extraordinary event manifest, manifesting divine intervention in human affairs. I don't know about you, but I need some divine intervention in my human affairs. My brother-in-law, Brother Johnny, always said the supernatural is when his super moves on my natural. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I need his super in my natural. Because sometimes my natural don't work. Sometimes my natural hurts. Sometimes my natural aches. Sometimes my natural don't want to get up and get going. But I'm telling you, when the supernatural even comes in and manifests itself, it can change my natural. It can take and transform and remake and reshape and refigure. You know, on the computer, there's a reboot. Sometimes you need to be rebooted. The Holy Spirit knows how because the devil wants to shut you down. He wants to put viruses in. He wants to cause everything to go haywire. But I'm telling you this morning, the power of God can reboot your system from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. He can give you a new mind and a new heart and a new body. The last one he had here was an extremely outstanding or unusual event, a thing, or an accomplishment. You need a miracle to help you accomplish some things. If what you, if you're, if you're, when God calls you to do something, it's going to be bigger than what you're able to handle. If you can do it by yourself, it's just your thing. It may be a good thing, but I want a God thing. I want something that I cannot accomplish on my own. It's going to take a supernatural hand. It's going to take somebody that's going before me. Somebody making a way. Somebody opening doors. Somebody supplying. I want a supernatural miracle to help me accomplish some things. Creation was a miracle. The earth was without form and void and darkness covered the face of the earth. And then God said, I'm going to tell you, miracles are still accomplished the same way God declares them to be. He said, let there be light and there was light. I'm telling you this morning, there's some of you that are in darkness. You've been in darkness in your mind. You're confused. You're, you're, you, you have doubt and fear. And there's just darkness over situations and darkness over things. But I'm telling you this morning, even the Holy Spirit is going to say, let there be light. And in one moment where there was darkness and confusion and doubt and fear, the light of God can come on and you can see your way clear. He created sun, the moon, the stars. He created everything and he put them in place. And then God said, let us make man in our image. I'm going to tell you something this morning and I want you to declare it with me. Everybody say, I am a miracle. You didn't get here by yourself. You're a miracle. God breathed life into you and 
He formed man out of the dust of the earth and then he took out of man and created woman and he breathed the breath of life into them. And the zoe, the miracle life of God began to permeate man and man began to breathe and live. Amen. It was a miracle in the beginning and at conception it's a miracle. And when you're born it's a miracle. And you're here this morning because you are a miracle. You need a miracle. You say, God, there's still some darkness in my life. There's still some of my world that is not formed. My sun's not shining as bright. My moon's not shining as bright. My stars are not twinkling as bright. I'm not breathing as good as I need to breathe. Hey, man, there's things in my life that is not right. I'm, I, I, I'm hurting. I'm broken. I'm wounded. But I'm telling you this morning, Jesus is here to give you a soul miracle. I'm talking about, oh, I love miracles I can see. This month, I'm believing God for opening blind eyes and deaf ears, causing people to walk that couldn't walk. I'm telling you, he's the same. He can do it. We've seen it. Amen. He can heal cancer. Amen. He can remove tumors. Amen. God is doing it, and we believe in it. But I'm telling you today, there's a miracle that's going to happen in here, and maybe you can't see it on the outside, and maybe with your physical eyes, amen, they still look the same. But I'm telling you, you're not going to be the same person that you were when you walked in here. God's going to change you on the very inside Hebrews declared Jesus Christ the same yesterday today and forever Jesus does not stop doing miracles he has not stopped going about doing good he declared to his disciples he gave them power to cast out devils lay hands on the sick and they shall recover Speak with new tongues. He gave them power to take up serpents and scorpions. He gave them power and authority. And he said, now go out and do it. Peter, the same Peter, fussing, cussing, denying Peter, got baptized in the Holy Ghost and stood up and preached and said, this is not, this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. In the last days I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And he preached and 3,000 were saved. And then they would put people out in the street hoping that his shadow would touch them and they would be healed. Power of God working in his people to bring a difference. I'm talking about miracle month, not just in the Lord's house. I'm talking about you being at Walmart and you're walking down the, down the aisle and so you pass by somebody and all of a sudden they begin to weep and cry and they go, what in the world? What's, I don't understand, but I, I, I'm away from God. I don't know God. What, what, what is it? There's something about you. It's just the power and the love of God radiating out of you that'll just draw them. And they'll say, pray for me. Right there in Walmart, you'll take them by the hand and they'll say, Jesus, be Lord of my life. I'm talking about going to the hospital, laying hands on the sick, and they shall recover. God using you and using your people. But he not only wants to use you to do miracles, he wants to do miracles in you. But what's the most important miracle? We find in Matthew chapter 9, all these friends got together brought this man to Jesus and it says behold they brought him a man sick of the palsy lying on a bed and Jesus seeing their faith I like that their faith whose faith that friend standing on this side of the stretcher 
And that friend standing on this side of the stretcher. And his friend standing over here. I'm going to tell you something, Mama. Stand in the gap for that kid. Daddy, stand in the gap. Come on, get a hold of that stretcher. And say, my child may be dead and trespasses in sin. Oh, but I'm going to bring him to Jesus. I'm bringing my husband. I'm bringing my wife. I'm bringing my grandma. I'm bringing my grandkids. And I'm telling you, if you'll take a hold of that stretcher, it may look impossible. They may be paralyzed. Amen. Sin may have them devastated. They may be addicted. I don't know what's going on in their life. But if you can just bring them to the Father, if you can bring them to Jesus, you bring them by prayer, you bring them by faith. And the Bible says when Jesus saw their faith, He said, son, be of good cheer. Come on, everybody just smile real big. Listen, I want you to be happy today. You know why I want you to be happy? I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why you have a reason to smile. I'm going to tell you why you can smile from ear to ear. Because Jesus said, thy sins be Forgiven thee. You're forgiven. That sin, that habit, that addiction, that transgression, that iniquity, that failure, maybe nobody knows but you. And Jesus and the devil. Oh, he was there. <laughs> he was there. That torment, that guilt, that anxiety, that worry, that fear. Jesus said, son, be of good cheer. I'm telling you today, be of good cheer. Lift your head up. You don't have no reason to hang your head down. Jesus said, thy sins be forgiven you. Amen. A miracle already took place. Nobody could see it. The man's still laying on the bed, but something supernatural took place. That man that was on his way to hell, amen, all of a sudden was transformed into the kingdom of light. He's on his way to heaven. He became a child of God. Amen. The devil lost his hold. And Jesus said, be of good cheer. I know you're paralyzed. I know you've got issues. I know you've got problems. But you'll never be the same again because I love you. And everything you've ever said, everything you've ever done, everything you ever thought is forgiven. It's washed away. Never to be remembered again. And I bet you that man smiled from ear to ear. I bet he was thinking, oh Lord, you don't even know I'm a rotten scoundrel. Jesus said, you're forgiven. A soul miracle took place at that moment. Well, all the religious folks around there got really upset. Who does he think he is? Only God can forgive sin. And behold, certain of the scribes and said within themselves, this man blasphemeth. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, hey, Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? For whether is it easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to arise and walk? He said, Why, why, why are y'all getting so upset? What do you think is easier to do? Forgive somebody's sins? To change their life? To transform their life? To give them a destiny in eternity? Or heal a physical problem? But I know that you can't see into this man's soul. 
And you can't see into his heart. And he looks the same, but he's not the same. His destiny has changed. His identity has changed. He is now a man of God. But I know you can't see that with your own natural fleshly judgmental eyes. So I'm going to prove to you that what I say is true. A soul miracle has already occurred. And he looked at the man and said, Arise and walk. But that you may know the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sin. I just want you to know this morning, Jesus said, I want you to know I have power to forgive sin. But so you'll know it, he said to the man with the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up thy bed, and go to thy house. And he arose and departed to his house. And when the multitude saw it, they marveled and they glorified God, which hath given such power unto man. It amazes me. Nobody got excited. Nobody started shouting and dancing. Nobody celebrated when Jesus said, Your sins are forgiven. Jesus changed that man's eternity. He was on his way to hell to burn forever. And Jesus, and because of their faith, amen, forgave him and changed his destiny. Heaven is now his home. And nobody recognized that as a miracle. And Jesus said, I, I know what y'all want to see, but here's the deal. You can go to heaven sick. You can go to heaven paralyzed. You can go to heaven with disease. You can go to heaven having financial trouble. But you can't go to heaven with sin in your life. You see, sin disqualifies you. Sin is a cancer. Sin eats and it, it destroys. Sin, amen, has a penalty. Romans 6, 23. For the wages of sin is death. Sin destroys. It disqualifies you from heaven. It disqualifies you from the blessings of God. It disqualifies you for an eternity with Jesus. You're disqualified from a mansion and a crown and a robe of white. You're disqualified from streets of gold and gates of pearls and living with Jesus forever. Sin disqualifies you, but Jesus qualifies you. Jesus paid the price because of sin came in and disqualified mankind and severed their relationship with God. But Jesus came and he gave his life. He died on the cross. He was brutally beaten and he died for you and I so that we could be qualified. I don't qualify by what I do. Oh, you say, but pastor, I, I, I'm good. I, I live right. I, I do all the right things. Listen, you cannot be good enough to qualify for heaven because the Bible says we're born shaped and formed in iniquity without God we're disqualified but Jesus qualifies somebody say Jesus qualifies me Ooh, 
Jesus said, be of good cheer. I want you to be of good cheer today. I'm telling you, you might have walked in disqualified, but you're going to walk out qualified. Amen. You may have walked in here, and you didn't have a mansion in heaven. You didn't have your name written down. Amen. You were on that stretcher dying in your sin. But be of good cheer. Jesus wants to speak to you and say, thy sins be forgiven. Oh, but pastor, you don't know what I've done. Jesus does and he paid the price for it all there's no sin too great no heart too black that his red blood can't make it white as snow you say how does that work I don't know it's a miracle huh how does a black cow eat green grass and give white milk I don't know Oh, but it's good. I don't understand how he takes his red blood and applies it to my black heart and makes it whiter than snow. I don't understand how he can forget everything I've ever said and done and wash me clean. And when he looks at me, I'm pure and clean as a newborn baby. I don't understand how it works, but I just accept it. And by faith I receive it. And I'm of good cheer today. Because he did it. Because Isaiah declared he was wounded for our transgressions. Now listen, when today at the movie, when he's on that whipping post, you think about this. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. This morning, first of all, first and foremost, before we go into the month and see God do great things, we need some soul miracles. We need some sins forgiven. We need some eternities changed, some destinies changed. So I don't care how you walked in here today. If you were disqualified, today I want you to be qualified. Get qualified. Say, Pastor, how? Just believe. Ask. If you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive. As he does a miracle in your emotions, your soul, your change your whole heart, your destiny, and takes away the pain. You know, sin causes pain, guilt, and shame. Some of you are carrying, you're under con such condemnation. You can't do anything because the devil just keeps on beating you over the head of what you did in the past. Today, God's going to take that away. He wants to forgive you. Today, he wants you to know he loves you. He wants to cover you completely with his blood, wash away every sin. The Bible says, put it back behind his back in the sea of forgetfulness, never to remember it again. As far, he'll put your sins as far as the east is from the west and requalify you. You say, Pastor, man, I was once qualified. I was running the race, but man, I fell down and I fell hard. I've been living disqualified. I've been living under condemnation, under guilt and shame. Today I need to be requalified. I need a soul miracle. You know what? When you come by salvation, you can't separate salvation from healing and deliverance. It's all in the atonement. Saved, delivered, and healed. This morning, when you get a soul transfer, transformation... It can flow right on out and heal that body. 
it can flow right on out and take away those addictions, those habits. Completely transform you from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. Are you ready? Are you ready for a soul miracle? Are you ready to be qualified today? Anybody want to get qualified for heaven? Qualified for the kingdom of God? Qualified for a miracle? All you've got to do is just come by faith. Oh, listen. That guy couldn't bring himself. Thank God for friends. Thank God for mamas and daddies. Thank God for youth pastors. Thank God for friends that will pick him up and carry him into the presence of God. Get that friend to the movie. Get that friend to the house of God. Get that friend to a prayer meeting. Get him somewhere in the presence of God so that Jesus can speak to him today and say, Thy sins be forgiven. Hallelujah. All of this building, let's stand to our feet. There's a, a miracle moment. There's a moment in time when all of a sudden your faith connects with God's faith. All this month we're going to be talking about the miracles that Jesus did. Some, some, some folks had to, I mean they had to try, they had to cry, they had to scream, they had to holler, they had to get his attention. Some snuck up and just touched him. Some, he, he did miracles everywhere he went. He's going to do miracles on your behalf. But you got to believe. Because most people think, I, I, I don't deserve a miracle. You don't in yourself. You don't deserve it. It's not about deserve. It's about love. Today he loves you. I don't care how bad you've been. I don't care if you've been, if you're born again, just not in revelation. I don't care if you've, a sinner, never given your heart to Jesus. Or if you're somebody who says, I'm not as close, or I'm not living the way I need to be. Are you to say, I want to draw closer? Today, you want to hear that voice say, thy sins be forgiven. You say, I need a soul miracle. I think that's probably about everybody in this house. As they begin to sing, I want you just by faith, step out of your seat, come stand all around this altar. I'm going to minister to you. We're going to pray over you. We're going to ask God to give us a soul miracle. Change our heart. Change our mind. Change our spirit. Come on. Fill these altars right now. Let your faith. One thing I know is that he'll always love me. One thing I know is that he's always for me. And because I know I'll never forget that life is filled with miracle moments. Oh, your miracle moment is here right now. A miracle moment. Your miracle moment is here. He is about to transform your life. You'll never be the same again. There's one thing I know is that God Come is Come on, just begin to cry out to Him. Whether you're here, whether you're in your seat, wherever you're at, call, call on God. God is on my side. Ask Him to begin to do a miracle on the inside. There's one thing I know is that He'll always love me. One thing I know is that He's 
is for me and because I know I'll never forget life is filled with miracle moments all over this building we are about to reach out and receive a miracle your soul is about to be transformed your life will never be the same you walked in this building disqualified by sin, but you're about to be qualified for heaven because He loves you. And I declare to you today, be of good cheer. Thy sins be forgiven. Now with your mouth, the Bible says we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart. Confession is made unto salvation. You've got to believe in your heart that God's word is true, that he is who he said he is, and he'll do what he says he does. You just have to believe it and receive it. And a soul miracle will take place. So all over this building, just declare with me, Dear Lord Jesus, here I am. I've been disqualified by sin. But you paid the price on the cross for all of my sin today I confess I'm a sinner I've sinned I ask you to forgive me come into my life be my Lord be my Savior qualify me for heaven qualify me for your service and your kingdom by faith I receive your forgiveness I am forgiven my past is wiped away I am clean I have received a miracle. Thank you. Come on, just begin to worship. Just begin to thank you.